Welcome to the Indigenous Podcast, a podcast series using creative oral storytelling to document and share real-life experiences of grassroots family planning leaders in Nigeria and the Republic of Niger, with the aim of facilitating knowledge exchange and highlighting what works and what doesn't in reproductive health programming. I am your host, Sheyi Bolaji. On today's episode, we travel to the city of Makodi, Benue State, North Central Nigeria, where we share the story of our youth champion, Nalego Jacob. This is Jacob's story. Come with me. People are hello now. Na good afternoon. No. The greeting from Makodi today from Asasi, local government. So I want to tell you now about one young girl. She did 15 years old actually. I go Asasi for community survey. I go there. I can't go meet her. She can't share with me her story. After me, I don't discuss which one level she did free with me. So she can't tell me say she go hospital. Then she go meet person where they give um, medicine. Maybe the person give her condom. Then the person can tell and say, them, we get HIV. Then they see that one place. They are working now to the worker, they share, share HIV for people. So she can't tell the person, say, no, she won't use the condom so that she no go, um, so that she go this safe and she no one get better. The woman push her from inside. Then she come, and the boyfriend, they always disturb and they persuade her for sex. The guy, they always tell her, say, one want come. So she can't go, and she won't save her relationship, but she still like the guy because the guy, they complain, say, for the past three years, we they don't date together. He never knock him. And other girls, they come, me knock him, but because he like him, he did there for him. So she can't go meet the guy. As she go meet the guy, nine the guy can't knock him without condom. After they knock, then they always knock, they knock, nobody once, nobody twice. Anytime when she go meet the guy, the guy go to knock him without condom. Then, each time she can't be sick. She can't say, okay, maybe she go hospital, go check. Maybe in a viral load, they disturb her. As she can't go hospital, she go check. Nine, the person where they give medicine for hospital, come tell and say, okay, maybe now your viral load will disturb you. When you come over, we go lab, more we'll go do tests, see if they are viral load. They can't go do tests. After they do tests, viral load come out. The viral load was very okay. So after they do the test, then the girl now can say, okay, maybe now another thing they worry about. Maybe she do malaria test. She can't do malaria test. She was fine. After everything, they can say, okay, maybe they do pregnancy test. You can't come and say, the girl don't get better. The person where they give medicine can't ask um, the girl, say, now who give you better? She can't say, now her boyfriend. She can't, they can't tell her, say, okay, maybe she go call her boyfriend, come. She can't go her village, come go call the boyfriend, come. When the boyfriend can't come, the boyfriend say, um, now he give him better. And he like the girl, he go and marry the girl. So after everything, they can't say, okay, make the um, boyfriend do HIV test. They can't do have HIV test. After they do a HIV test, the boyfriend can't come and say he's positive. As the boyfriend come and say he's positive, they can't enroll the boyfriend on ART care, that's antiretroviral care. The boyfriend can't take HIV medicine. Then the girl now, they can't enroll her for antenatal care. She can't, she can't collect medicine for um, um, to avoid prevention from mother-to-child transmission. Maybe she for no can give the Peking HIV. So after nine months, she come born Peking. The Peking can't be negative. Then I take her upon myself to the visit uh, localities around my area. I can the go villages one by one to the go talk to young boys and young girls to tell them more about family planning. 
and sexual reproductive health and rights. And when they tell them the Google things about family planning, the things where they go do and the things where they no go do, then after every section, they always give them condom. And they give them female condom and male condom. Then sometimes because I know make they know if say me I won't know whether they get HIV or not. And they give them what they call HIV self-test kit. That one now you go use on yourself, do tests on your own. So you go know your status yourself, then you go come facility, call redo test. If you show say you did positive, maybe you did sure. Then I can they do um health talk for my social media platforms for Facebook and WhatsApp. I they call and health talk with Jackie every Friday for my people where they view my status and where they follow me on Facebook. Most times I go post. I they get meaningful engagement and mostly now girls they always talk to me about them. Then boys they always tell me say they want condom. So I they take upon myself to the visit villages every time to go give them condoms and to make sure say that they practice sex sex. Sex sex. So I won't call on the government and other important parastatals like CSOs made them take upon themselves to engage small small people, small small boys like us and small small girls ready of the age of 15, 14 to um, 24, made them day for hospital where they talk to um, young young people. Because I believe say you were they young. If you go up to see a young person, you go they free to talk to that person, pass person where they old. You believe, I mean you no believe. Okay, that one they left for you to answer. Then I want also talk to the government, may they reduce the age of access and age of consent from 18 years come 14 years. Because if you check around now, small small people, small small young boys and young girls like us, they get belly. And we know they ask ourselves how it take happen. This matter now all of us matter. And I waiting they happen for my area be that. Wow, this is a lot, Jacob. Access to contraceptive protects young people from STIs and unintended pregnancy. It is essential that every young person not only has information about contraceptive, but can freely access this service without providers bias. Dear listener, we want to hear from you. What have you learned from today's story? Please share your comments and questions in the chat box. Thank you for listening to the Indigenous Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Strong Enough Girls Empowerment Initiative in partnership with the Young Ambassadors for Reproductive Health and Family Planning Network in Niger. It is made possible by the support of the American people through the Peach Season 2, a competition co-sponsored by the U.S. Agency for International Development and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The page is created and managed by the Knowledge Success Project with the Johns Hopkins University. The information provided in this podcast is the sole responsibility of Strong Enough Girls Empowerment Initiative and the Young Ambassadors for Reproductive Health and Family Planning Network and does not necessarily reflect the views of USAID, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the U.S. government, or Johns Hopkins University. The feature soundtrack is by Advanced Universe. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts, and turn on notifications. If you liked today's episode, like, rate, review, download, or share. Follow the Indigenous Podcast on Instagram at indie.genius underscore podcast. I-N-D-I dot G-E-N-I-U-S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening.